Welcome. You're listening to The Nurse Artist, a podcast where nurses speak on their healthcare careers and artistic practice and how the two intertwine. I'm your host, Janine Inez, and in today's episode, we are interviewing Anna, a registered nurse working in a pediatric ICU, a professional dancer, and a longtime friend. So, I guess to get started, uh, what kind of art do you love to engage with? I grew up a classically trained dancer. I had a like a modern dance performance career and dance was my language for so many years and it's hard to say that dance is the only thing that I engage with because dance is visual, it's musical, it's theatrical. I feel like Dance had me engaging in so many things. How old were you when you first danced or wanted to be a dancer? Uh, Well, the first time I was enrolled in a class, I think I was eight years old taking a West African dance in my elementary school gym. But the first time I danced was probably when I was like a little baby (laughs) because I was dancing always. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's beautiful. Eight years old. So young. What do you think drew you to dance? I don't even know what drew me to dance because it happened at a time before I was even forming memories. My parents make jokes about how I was always walking on my toes because I was always a little ballerina. It made my Achilles tendon so tight because I refused to walk on my flat feet. (laughs) You know, when I think of dancers and I don't dance, um, even when I want to dance, (laughs) when I think of dancers, I think of people with like an innate connection with their body, comfort maybe with their body and, and people that are able to translate emotion and stories you know into movement you know and and many people that are like really flexible (laughs) (laughs) is that true is that as a dancer is that something that you resonate with yeah I think that at least growing up movement was the way that I knew how to communicate with the world it was so much easier than trying to figure out what I was thinking and actually try to explain that to someone Mm -hmm because I could show them in movement. Um, The part that I don't find true about what she said is that I was not very flexible. I, um, that took years. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. I'm actually really glad you said that because I think there's a bit of a myth maybe then that we have around being a dancer, which is that you have to have unusually flexible, you know, joints and body parts and, and maybe that's not the case. It's not the case. It takes work um, and patience with yourself and a certain amount of acceptance when you kind of reach your body's limit. And dance is all about listening to your body's limit and knowing how far you can push that and also knowing when not to. I want to say that can also be translated to nursing. Yes, it can 100% be translated to nursing. (laughs) 
So you were dancer, classically trained since the age of eight. Can you give us a, a highlight reel of your dance career from then till now? I got into the junior performing arts company as a middle schooler. I was taking class like six to seven days a week after school. It was just, it was how I lived was for dancing. And when it came time for college, there was, there wasn't a doubt in my mind that pursuing dance was the right move. It was always what I was going to do. So that's what I did. I applied to schools and I got into my dream undergrad for dance and ended up in a conservatory program. It was truly a formative four years for me of pushing my boundaries and expanding beyond where I knew that I could. Um, and that brought me up to my big move, which happened just about two weeks after I graduated. And I decided now's the time because I'm going the place that dancers go. So I moved to New York City. Wow. So bright eyed 21 year old with no clue how to do anything in the world. <laughs> big heart, big dreams, and really callous feet. Well, you knew one thing though, maybe, which was how to dance. I did know how to dance, yeah. Oh, and I had the best time when I first moved to New York. It was it was like living in a movie. I um I meet the minimum height requirement for the Rockettes. So even though that is not the style of dance that I'm interested in performing and it is not something I look too good doing, I had to go. So I went to this audition and I showed up and there's at least a thousand other women there. And um I didn't get the memo about what you're supposed to wear and that you're supposed to put your hair in a French twist. So I show up with my short hair and I'm wearing leggings and leotard and everybody else looks very different. And um, they taught us like eight counts, which is like two bars of music. Mm -hmm. And I repeated it 10 times going forward each time because I started in the back of the room and they had to shuffle forward and then got to the front and did it. And then they were like, okay, everyone, they called like six numbers and there were 80 of us in this Ooh. room. And then the rest, like those six people went one way and then me and the others went the other way. And it was just like, oh my God, my life is a movie. I just got cut for the first time. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a blast. But it was like I really I felt like it, like I was playing. Yeah, like nothing mattered. It was great, and I subsequently went to a lot of auditions that did not feel that way. And making it through rounds to be cut at the end, or not even making it anywhere near the end, it hurt more. But then I had the auditions where I heard my number at the end where I got that follow-up and where I got the job it's amazing I have so many questions now you know as your friend I think it's so amazing to see this other side of you and I guess I'm curious to know about the ones that they did call you back what was that like thinking about that now oh yeah yeah there's one particular company and I, I ended up performing with them for about three years um 
I was wearing my, at the time, favorite leotard. It was purple. It zipped up. It had this high neck, and I look good in a high neck. I'm just going to say it. But (laughs) I was doing the movement, and I felt it. Like, I felt the movement in this deep place inside me, and when I feel it there, I know that I'm in the groove. I know that I look good, and I felt it in the middle of this audition. I was like, this, this hits for me. And then I looked at the people who were judging this audition, the company members, there was a guest artist and there was the choreographer who runs it and they were watching me and they saw it too. And I I could tell, and I mean, that made it easier to keep going. And suddenly I wasn't just one in the pack. I was kind of the standout. Wow. Which I can see very vividly in my (laughs) mind, knowing you and the kind of person you are. Um, and I'm hearing maybe a theme of confidence. I think as nurses, confidence is one of the like hardest things to acquire when you first graduate, you know, especially absolutely maybe even going into nursing school, right? You know, um, and it's kind of cool to see that theme crop up for you in a different, a different role in your life. I'm wondering if it translated at all. <laughs> I think it did in ways that I wasn't necessarily anticipating and wasn't really aware of at the time. Because going from being in the performing arts and being a dancer and identifying so strongly with that to deciding to become a nurse, I felt entirely unconfident in myself and what I was doing. Um, I had to go back to school to learn science and do math again for the first time ever. It took... It took a few years because dancers don't make a lot of money. So I was performing, I was working multiple jobs and I was taking, you know, evening class at community college. And I thought maybe this is a bigger dream than is right for me right now or where I'm coming from. So when it came time to actually apply to nursing school, I applied to 10 schools because I did not have confidence that I would get in. So I'll say this about confidence. It took me many years to get there in dance. And thinking back to undergrad, it really wasn't until about my junior year that I actually had the confidence in myself to really feel those moments. So I knew that when I was leaving the field of dance, I at some point would feel that confident again in what I was doing, but that it might take as much time as it did to feel confident in dance. So fast forward a lot of prerequisites in community college, I ended up at Columbia and I ended up in a theater, a row ahead of you. And then I turned around and that's how I met my best friend. Oh, Anna, you are also my best friend. And I remember that day (laughs) very well. I remember turning around (laughs) and meeting you and something you've always said about that day has stuck with me because I felt it too, but I felt it would be strange to communicate to a stranger. So I didn't, but this thought of like that person, that person and I are going to get along. And that's exactly what happened. You know, we were both very, um, what's the word? Ambitious. (laughs) 
I don't even know if ambitious fully qualifies. Um, <laughs> ambitious, overprepared, underconfident, overstudied, stressed. <laughs> and And artists, right? Like, you know, that connection, I think, for me, you know, knowing that this is another person who really wants to do well and who came from an artistic background, maybe she's also carrying the same chip on her shoulder that, that I am, you know, and it was an assumption I made, but it allowed us to, to kind of like stick together. Oh, I 100% agree. There were just some things that felt easier because you knew the world that I came from. And I knew the world you came from. It did make it easier. And it gave me confidence to know, hey, I'm not the only one who made this giant pivot in life. Yeah. Don't you love that question when somehow it comes up that you did art before nursing and they're like, wow, that's a jump. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you get there? Yeah. <laughs> I think that question comes from a place that really is antiquated. And it, and it overlooks the fact that, that nursing is like one of the most artistic healthcare careers you can choose. When I say artistic, I mean it requires your creative sensibilities to learn how to be a nurse, to actually take care of patients, and to evoke that sense of healing and connection that we, that we so associate with the field of nursing, you know? It's kind of hard to communicate that, though, when someone asks you. It is hard to communicate that. And then I feel like people who aren't necessarily coming from an arts background, they don't really realize all the things that a life in dance teaches you beyond how to look pretty on a stage. I do feel really valued in my current job. When I had the interview and they asked about my trajectory, how I ended up becoming a nurse, and I gave them the whole little pitch about how I started in dance and I worked with kids and I had this big shift, this monumental shift in my life. And I became a nurse through that. They were like, can you talk more about dance and like how that translated to the work that you do now? And I was like, well, heck yes, I can. <laughs> Cause nobody, nobody asks that. I work with little babies now. I work with kids who are too sick to tell you what's wrong, but I can look at them and I can see how they're feeling because I know what it looks like in a body. And dance taught me how to do that. And I think it's my history in dance and knowing my limits in that and knowing when I need to help and not being afraid to come forward and be like, hey, I don't know how to do this yet. Like when your patients are so vulnerable, you need to be able to take that time and be like, hey, I don't know what's going on. Please tell me. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of failure, that is so huge in being a dancer and being an artist, putting yourself out there and knowing that there's a big risk right? You know, and not being afraid to do that. I think that's a huge part of being a nurse, but also transitioning into a field you've never done before. Mm. I've actually been thinking about failure a lot recently, because 
as a nurse, what does failure mean? Because as a dancer, failure meant not getting the job or it meant doing what felt like subpar in performance below my standards or something. Um, and then I came to nursing and failure, failure, the stakes seem higher in nursing. It seems like I am holding a life in my hands and is failing somebody dying? And is that as a result of the care that I provide? Um, I think there's a lot more nuance to it because I recently lost a patient who I was taking care of for almost a month. And I don't think it was failure. I think that that patient was always on a trajectory. And when I think about the care that I was able to provide for her and for her family, it was actually a really beautiful thing. I love talking to Anna about her journey, from dancing all the while on her tippy toes as a little girl, to auditioning and performing for professional roles in New York City, to some of her most difficult times as a nurse. The lessons of confidence and failure, which she shared throughout that path, clearly prepared her for the ups and downs of nursing. And those lessons gave me a lot to think about. I found myself at the end of our time together still bubbling with questions like, what is the role that art plays for us in overcoming exposure to trauma as healthcare workers? How do we use art to make meaning as nurses in the face of grief and loss? And as nurse artists, how do we reconcile two seemingly disparate identities and worlds? Join me next time on The Nurse Artist as we continue to seek answers to questions like these and more. Until then. <laughs>